Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support the Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 127 of the Scale Model Podcast, sponsored by Cult TV Man, Sean's Custom Model Tools, and Return to Kit Form. I'm your host, Stuart Clark, and once again, I'm joined by a vast cast of characters, but at least this time, the Canadians outnumber the Americans. So not like last time. First of all, our regular our regular American, I can't really call you a regular American, you're a special American. Our special uh-huh. American from just west of Chicagoland, Mr. Terry Measley. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. And just up the 401 and up the 417 and et cetera, et cetera, Mr. Chris Wallace, a.k.a. model airplane maker from the Ottawa area. How are you tonight, sir? Hello, Stuart. Everything is great. And I think I'm just as special as Terry. You are. You are a special Canadian. You're yes. not special at all. A typical American. <laughs> so, so Mr. Mr. Jeff is away on his anniversary somewhere, somewhere down in the deepest, darkest New York state. I'm sure he'll find a hobby shop somewhere down there. Um, and Anthony was hoping to make it, but then life caught up with him. So, you know, and, and we're starting to wonder because I'm starting to wonder is, is Chris Wallace and Anthony Goodman the same person? Because we never see them the sa- at the same time. You know, Chris, Chris is saying that he's just Anthony's avoiding him. But I'm beginning to wonder why well, I'm now calling him the elusive Anthony, Goodman. the elusive Anthony Goodman. We like that. That works well. So. All right. Thanks, as always, to our Patreon and buy me a coffee supporters. Don't forget, uh, it helps. It helps uh, pay for the web hosting and all that. I just paid the paid for the domain name this week, the annual domain name. So there we go. All right. Let's get right into the latest mo- news. It's fall. A lot of shows going on. We're going to start off with Capcom, the Ottawa show uh, held the same the same year this year. Normally, our local show, Southwestern Ontario and Capcom, are on opposite years. But because of that little COVID uh, thing that happened, uh, <laughs> both groups decided to put them on. So, Chris, you were heavily involved. Give us give us the uh, give us give us the scoop. I can give you the scoop now. Um, I'm going to start off by saying there hasn't been the debrief because it literally uh, finished couple days ago so oh, it's okay we're started. we're still three weeks and ours is until next week so don't worry about right it. okay <laughs> um but i can i can give you sort of the lowdown or, or some unofficial uh some sure. unofficial numbers how about that so it's the first local show local ipms show that we had in four years due to that little problem that we had a few years ago yes. and uh, it's held this time or for the last three or four shows at the canadian war museum which in terms of a venue, it is quite unique. If you have never been, it is definitely worth the trip. It is not like your your standard museum where just things are lined up. They it's it's very it's it's almost like an immersive experience to go to that museum and experience it. So it's kind of a neat place to have it. 
a mm-hmm. one-day event, as you'd expect, the contest, uh, vendors, silent auction, club displays, that type of thing. The vendors are, are of course, in, in sort of a meeting room setup, uh, but the contest is on tables in the main hall. And so if you like tanks, um, you're sure going to get a whole lot of eye candy in there because you're surrounded by every single tank that the museum has. And it's uh, all housed underneath the uh, largest voodoo I've ever seen. Almost, It's on a pedestal right in the middle of the room. And the room's so big that the voodoo actually looks kind of small. Wow. Um, so numbers. Keep in mind, again, all unofficial. So from what I could gather just in terms of uh, some, some chat around the desk a couple of days ago is that we had about... 550 or so models on the tables but i don't know if those are entries or raw number i'm not right. i'm not really sure yet approximately 125 participants but no clue at all in terms of visitors because the museum is open right so yeah. if you're if you're visiting the museum you can certainly visit the show um the results are posted on the capcon website so that was done really really fast because mm-hmm. the club has used a number of um, what I'll call the databases to to register these. So I think it's very easy for one of the club guys to manipulate these things and put them uh, onto these yep. uh, these sheets, which was fantastic. Um, so that's that's sort of the raw numbers. I can give you sort of model airplane makers raw observations if you'd like in please, terms of, of the show. I would say that it was probably smaller than than the 2019 show. I think there were a few reasons for that. Namely, there was a couple of competing contests. um, And actually, I think there's about two or three that were competing on the same weekend. So that might be it. Um, I was the section judge for aircraft. So I really can't talk about the other categories. But I can say, oddly enough, um, very, you know, a, a lesser amount of 148 props than 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 has ever been a very because str- usually that's a very strong category yeah yeah but uh, 132 props was just like overflowing huh. it overflowed huh. to a different table so it's almost like it's it's a, it's a little bit of a shift um as you'd expect 72nd and 48 jets more than healthy yeah uh very very healthy in fact those were both split um only one junior entry so yeah. we didn't have a whole lot of entries for juniors, including I think it, I think it was just one young girl, um, but very healthy newcomer category. So that's one thing I want to talk to you guys about in terms yeah. of they made some rule changes or they we made some rule changes and and I can tell you that these were agonized over months ago in terms of making some you know modernizing it a little bit, rethinking some of the things, rejigging it, and one of them was to sort of get rid of this out of the box idea and switch it over to what we believe should be the whole focus which is to bring newcomers into the hobby so Mm -hmm. out of box was now called newcomer only newcomers could compete in it but they could only do it by out of the box so if a newcomer wanted to come and have all the the bells and whistles on their model you're more than welcome to compete in the regular categories but if you came as a newcomer with uh, with an out of the box um you had to be in the out of the box and it was extremely healthy actually uh, some really good models in there Excellent. the other yeah. rule change uh was about 3d print materials so this was something that we wanted to do to modernize something and to sort of nip a few things in the bud um so 3d print materials are considered like any other material there's nothing special about it uh if you wanted to compete and have them in no problem the only thing that we did 
was if you wanted to consider something to be scratch built and it was 3D printed, you actually had to do the design yourself. So you couldn't get someone else's design, print it, paint it and everything. I like that. I like that. that. Makes sense. Makes, yeah, makes so, a lot yep. of sense. Um, and that is about it. I can really tell you. So that's, and these, again, uh, I'm sure there's more, that's going to trickle out as, as the mm -hmm. uh, time goes on, but that's sort of like the, the second day reflection on, on the show. Well, I'm really pleased to hear you had a good show. It turned out well. We were kind of the same down here in London for a low number of juniors. I've still got to because we kind of went all manual this year just because we didn't have enough people to really start going paperless with databases. So I still have to collate. I've got the base list of you know the best ofs we did for the presentation, but I've still got all the sheets behind me and I've got to still got to collate those and get those <laughs> all typed in, et cetera. Like I am, um, we're having a wrap up meeting next week and uh, yeah, Stuart's got a lot of typing in that ahead of him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting to see. And also I was curious how the out of the box was going to, or, you know, the lot, the, newcomer category versus out of the box because i know our friends down south that's been a lot of interesting discussion about that at ipms usa so it'll be interesting i i think hopefully what will happen is the various ipms can't chapters in canada will get together and you know i think this is a good opportunity because ipms vancouver had 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 their show um i was talking to sunny a while ago um the social media guy out there and they had a good show um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, to see how it, how it goes with this, but yeah, the juniors was an interesting thing for us too. So we're going to, we're going to keep a, a closer track on it. And Terry, you've got Cincinnati next week, don't you? That's right. When this episode drops, I'll be in Cincinnati at That's the show. Right. That's right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, yep. and, I know this, um, yep, go ahead, Terry. I was going to say at the, on the same weekend, the Chicago MMSI show also occurs That's and neil right. will go to that neil will take pictures there and i'll take pictures in awesome. Cincinnati. so we'll build a couple galleries See, lots of shows going on again um also we had air cad con closer to home here in the kitchener waterloo area that's put on by a local air air, air cadet squadron it's a, it's a nice little show um i was hoping to make it this year unfortunately it occurs the same weekend as what we they call the Woolstock Wool Festival in Paris, Ontario. And many modelers, their wives are fiber people. So they have their own stashes. So my wife uh, is always very nice. She helps out at the door at the uh, Southwestern Ontario Model Expo. So I go and carry the bags for, I even had a t-shirt printed. I'll, I'll, I'm going to sell them. Hashtag fiber spouse. And it shows me towing the <laughs> thing with the wheel with yarn being thrown with the words, I'm almost done, honey. Um, so yeah, no, we had a, we had a good time there, but the original plan was just like last year. Now, Jeff couldn't make it this year either because he was away. But the original plan was to, you know, my wife was going to have a course in the afternoon. So she was going to do, do the shopping. And then I was going to haul the wheel in for her course for four hours. Um, and then I would have time to zip up the road like 40 minutes to Kitchener-Waterloo and make the show, which I did last year. Unfortunately, her course got canceled. So we made the difficult decision. You know, I we won't do it this time because she had some other shopping she wanted to do. I did, however, go into Paris Junction Hobbies. Um, which which was an interesting thing. Um, so Paris Junction's an old school hobby store in the town of Paris, a lot of railway. They've really gotten into um, RC a lot lately, but they've also, uh, you know, someone, our club president, Frank, told me they expanded their paint line. So they've got now the whole the whole AK, the general color one, not the World War 
not the military color one, but you know, again, you can match them. They got the Gen 3, and they've also got the AK Real Color, the lacquer, which formerly I would have had to order from Winnipeg. I'm not a big lacquer guy, but I did use it for my 72nd F-18 a couple of years back, which was very nice. And uh, yeah, so they're really getting into a lot of the AK, and they're, they're, they're finding a lot of popular you know, stuff with that again, because the war gamers like it um, and the modelers. So again, another good example of stores that are, you know, finding stuff that will work for the railroad guys, the war gamers and the model kit builders. So, you know, it was good. Um, and then also a scale model challenge happened in the Netherlands. That is a yes. huge show. Uh, non-IPMS affiliated, uh, open judging. It's known for its figures. Um, and again, once again, just absolutely amazing. Um, I've just got the base show page on there. I've got to find some photo galleries as they come out. Just absolutely amazing work. But the other interesting thing was, um, as we all know, there's been some challenges with IPMS USA in terms of judging and stuff like that. And, uh, they were, you know, and, you know, you go and you talk about the open or amp system versus gold, gold, silver, bronze. Um, they posted a picture showing maybe 30 judges and they went through like 3000 entries in like three hours. Wow. And apparently there's software out there that uses tablets. Now, again, gold, silver, bronze, a little bit different than, mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing one, 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 two, three, because you're judging just the model. It's not a participation award. I hated hearing that people from the states come. Oh, it's just a, no, it's not. You're you're basically comparing from a checklist. So that's ideal yep. for something from a checklist, whether it's a tablet or paper. Boom, 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 boom. You're not yeah, having. Yeah, but a, if it's on a tablet, yeah, man, that would yeah. Really so apparently, so apparently, there is software out there. So I'm going to look into it because I, you know, maybe it's something that could be modified. So and I think it's good to see the hobbies kind of working with it. You know, just like just like um, at Ottawa, Chris, you know, you had the guys with the database and they're able to very quickly be able to do that. And it's something I want to look at for our next show. We just didn't have time to swing it this year. Um, but definitely, you know, the technology's got to move with the times to help 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 move this sort of stuff forward. So, you know, it's it's interesting to see. And I know somewhere I know a couple of chapters in the U.S. have been working on software now i don't know whether it's just contest entry software or what mm-hmm. but i want to uh i want to make some more inquiries but i'm going to reach out um a couple of our fellow podcasters were over over in europe so i'm going to reach out and get some names and we're going to see um what's involved with that so i think i think that'll be interesting but again a lot of stuff going on a lot of things moving or moving around both uh both here in Europe, south of the border. I should also mention that Dave Lockhart, the IPMS president of the U.S., did decide, decide to resign after serving two years. So uh, they've got a little bit of stuff going on. But again, everyone's looking forward to Madison next year. So I think it'll be a good time and uh, a lot of challenging stuff. A very, I've said this before, very similar to what the NMRA went through, the model railway guys a few years back. Um yeah. So because, you know, for example, most people don't know the current NMRA president, he's based in Scotland. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Gordy. Yeah. Sorry. You want to say something, Chris? Just really quickly. If we could get um, any sort of tool to help the registration process exactly. to get people yep. in the building faster. Mm-hmm. And if we could get anything for the judges to make their judging easier or faster, yep. or at least mm-hmm. a big bottleneck was just 
getting the the papers over to the the database guy and and getting yeah. all that uploaded but wow imagine all that link to get that would be fantastic yeah, yeah. as long be- as you can handle both paper and still you know the electronic and old school um we did we we had pre we had forms you could fill out and bring with you um, but again, we didn't have a database, so it wasn't really, you know, that right. big a deal. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, cause I think that's the perfect kind of thing that the national organizations should look into, whether it's IPMS USA, IPMS Canada, you know, we are hearing some things. I know IPMS Malta has something as well. Um, but it's something once the shows finish the planning and that, I want to turn my eye that way just because I am an IT. It's the kind of thing I can probably help help with. So we'll see what happens. All righty, let's move on to the mailbag. I had a very nice email from uh, Paul Redding. He's in France. Hi, Stuart, just sitting here at Thule's waiting for She Who Must Be Obeyed to fly in from Munich on a delayed flight and to say what a great show that was as I drive over here. Um, I've just watched a documentary on the Ark Royal yesterday, so went looking for a 148th kit of the Fulmar, saw the new trumpeter version, but knew no detail about the wing fold, but we mentioned it in the new release with a link to the pictures. This is now on my Xmas list for She Who Must Be Obeyed. (laughs) I also think I'm going to bite the bullet and get the trumpeter 132nd Devastator. Uh, pity the Trident wasn't in 172nd, as that was a lovely aircraft. That's the British-made airliner. They have it in 1 to 144. Um, your show notes are absolutely superb, and your and in general, your show is the best. Okay. <laughs> can't argue with that. So Whoa. keep on. It's a great show, and hope you can take it easy for a few weeks at home. As having been in the hospital itself, not a fun place to be. Uh, yeah, and that was from Paul Redding in France. So thank you, Paul. That's very nice of you. All right. Let's move on to the modeling news. So, Atalari, uh, looks like they're going to come out. Looks like they're following. This is a repop, but they're following uh, our Arma with a 148 scale, the Night Fighter, the Hurricane 2C. Um, yeah. So, bunch of markings, desert markings and all that. Hey, I can't complain. Another hurricane. I almost got as many of those as Spitfires. Yeah, never mind about what I got at the show. I think I covered that last time. I need more Spitfires and I need a hole in my head. Um, so yeah, this is the two C with the four, with the four twenty millimeter cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, a few but, different build options on it, the yeah. drop filter and the, yeah, that's nice to have a couple and of, yep. And, and what I don't know about hurricanes could fill in several libraries, but, uh, one guy that knows a lot is Jim Bates. And I don't know if you guys have seen his video where he does a tour of a Canadian, like a flying Canadian hurricane out in, uh, out in Alberta somewhere. Ooh, uh, even even as out. someone who's just has a passing interest, I found that to be really neat. Yeah. So you should drop that in the notes for people to, to check out if I'll they're interested. Find, there are these little video. subtle differences that he points out. And it's just like, oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of neat. That's cool. That's cool. No, well, uh, the arm is on the list fairly high up the queue. I'm looking forward to building that. Um, you know, so that'll be, that'll be fun to build. Um, who was it who, who just built one? Chris Meddings. Did he just build one? Someone, someone over there or Spencer, Spencer, maybe. Maybe built, it was Spencer. Yeah, it was Spencer just, just built the, uh, the armor one in the night fighter scheme hmm. and it looks very, very nice. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to building that. Of course, mine won't be anywhere as good as his, but that's all right. I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, what else does Atalari have? They got the repop of some more of their, what I call their gaming diorama series. Mm-hmm. So the, this is an old one. This is, I remember having this when I was a kid, the St. Marie Iglesh diorama. But the difference now is you get a, a MDF laser cut church. Yes. So, 
half tracks, some paratroopers, some other little bits and bobs. Always good. Always good for your diorama work. A lot of decals. So, yeah, always good fun. And the figures weren't bad. I still have a few of the figures somewhere. Um, they even have 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 the poor the poor U.S. paratrooper hanging off the roof, hanging off the steeple. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah no, not the peak yeah. of the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool. A little trench work. Uh, what else? <laughs> we have a truck um, from Man. Uh, their Italian is really big into building the the big rigs over there. One twenty four scale, a lot of different license plates. I'm not a truck guy, so what I don't know about trucks could fill also fill several encyclopedias. So that's nice. And then we have the Lancia Delta HF from 1989 rally. This is a very popular rally winner. It's won the San, San Remo 1989 rally, if I recall. And the previous very ones. Very nice. Yep. Yep. Including Monte Carlo. You know, but, but, but back, back when you can put booze and cigarettes on your advertising. <laughs> yep. That's a nice look. That's actually a nice, a nice looking attractive car. With that, a lot of components. What do we have here? Oh, composite material parts. So you can do your own seats, etc. That's interesting. Hmm. Auto photo etch. Ton of photo etch. Including the mesh grills. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Whoever built it was good. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's from our friends at Italeri. Let's go back here. Oh, yes. I actually, I just placed an order for the for the for these items at my um, local hobby shop today if i can get it to open of course now it's not going to open for me no that that link wasn't opening all right so mung's essentially releasing three items three craft from the dune the current dune miniseries coming into into uh season two um so it's the atreides and the harkonnen ornithopter thing that looks like the little bug and these yeah, are very damselflies. small yeah little damselflies and the um and the uh, spice miner, which looks like the track vehicle from the Saturn V, um, but <laughs> these these things they're going to be very small. They kind of remind me the bases look like you know the Bandai when you get the one to one four four Star Wars stuff, mm -hmm. uh, but they look really good. So I placed it. They're not going to be uh, they're going to be under twenty bucks each. So I placed an order for each of the ornithopters from Brofdale's today because I, I always I liked what people were doing with three D printing for them. Yes. Yeah, they they look fantastic. I mean, yeah. hopefully they are as good as an Italy kit. Mung, they they usually do pretty well. So yep. fingers yep. crossed. And it's nice to see again. We're seeing new stuff related to you know new sci-fi franchises. Mm -hmm. So again, if they're producing, they obviously think think there is money, money, money to to to, to be made. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. Hey, look, another hurricane. So Arma's releasing the <laughs> Sea Hurricane. The Mark II C in one seventy second scale. Um, the last Sea Hurricane I built was the very nice um, Airfix one forty eight. Uh, so basically, you're getting the base Hurricane, and then they're adding some three D printed specific parts for the Sea Hurricane side of things. Um, three good schemes. Now, what was interesting about some of these? I don't know if it's any of these, but some of them were known as Cam Hurricanes, where they had them on catapults on merchant vessels, and it was a one time use. So right. You know, if a plane came along, they'd launch this thing off the catapult. Uh, hopefully the pilot would drive off the enemy bomber and then he would ditch in the sea and hopefully, hopefully be, be, be rescued by the merchant vessels. So that's how they use some of them. But uh, yeah, these were used in various, in, in various theaters. And the Sea Hurricane's a nice looking aircraft. 
I did a very, I, I, I did one. I should do another one again. I really enjoyed, enjoyed that airfix kit. I'm hoping, hoping Arma might do one in 48th, but you can see the parts they, they have added. So you've got the cannon, you've got the 3D printed, you know, the arrestor hook for the carrier landings. Looks like some new exhausts. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the color-coded bits or the extra or the yeah. revised parts. Yeah, are the three makes sense. Ones. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chris? I was just thinking that whole mission flying off of a merchant thing uh, and, and landing in the water or ditching in the water I sounds know. so simple in theory, but I would yeah. not want to be involved in any and, of that as the pilot. Yeah. Year-round. Year it wasn't like they just did it in the high summer. Yeah. So, yeah, might be a, might be a wee bit nippy, just saying. All right, moving on. Now, this is one I know. I know. I, I will mention on that Sea Hurricane yeah. that yeah. that is a nice trio of markings. Yeah, in they they have a U.S. one. That, yeah, they always do great yeah. markings. And the North Atlantic know. one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Some very nice ones. Okay, this one I know Chris is excited about because he mentioned it when I was asking him to come on. So border models, they've now got their some uh, sprue shots, CAD shots of the forthcoming uh, A6M0 in 135th scale. So what do you like about this, Chris? Well, the whole idea of, so you have a picture on there and there's there's uh, dimpled rivets and there are lap joins, which is something that mm -hmm. is uh, yeah. incredible, even, I, I, you know, 135th scale. 132nd scale, I think Border did that with the Lancaster. That is fantastic. This is definitely on the buy list. I have to see this. This is <laughs> this is something else. And it's I gorgeous. really hope it, it it works its way down to 48th, you know? Um really, really cool. Well, we found with the technology, sometimes they try it in the bigger stuff. And uh, you know, and and again, they are producing the carrier deck. So you could also, you know, do an Akagi and you know, just saying. But yeah, this does look gorgeous. Yeah, it's just one more scale of aircraft, but 35th scale makes a lot of sense. It does. A lot of diorama possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, and as I said, they're doing they are doing they are doing the carrier deck. So yeah, this looks absolutely gorgeous. As you say, yeah. Again, I don't know much about zeros, but this looks gorgeous with the rivets and everything. And tell you what, when, when I get mine, I'll tell you all about it. Awesome. We look forward to seeing the uh, the, the, the review. All righty. Uh, and Katero, they're working on their next 132nd kit. They had a thing on their website, little poster. They're talking about what's nearly sold out. And then in the bottom left corner, it just says in development, Katero 132nd scale, model 32009. And in quotes, not a Spitfire, late 2024. Now, of course, since we have Chris here, I'm going to assume it's a Corsair. <laughs> well, as we were talking earlier, it's yeah. it has to be what one of those five major ones. It has to be something like a, a Spitfire, a Mustang, a 109, a 190, a Corsair. It's got you know this is what be. everyone does, right? They all have to yep. have those big ones out there. So I, yep. I'm betting it's something like that. I you know what I think it'd be neat to see a Corsair in like Royal New Zealand Air Force markings. Oh, that would be wouldn't fantastic. that because they look nice? They look great. I love the New Zealand. Mm -hmm. on those on those uh or the royal navy corsairs they just they're going to have some stiff competition from the tamiya one for sure they're really going to have to up yep. their game to to compete with that well, but that would be fantastic i think it would be cool to see because like these guys you know like terry's terry's got one of the spitfires and you know we, we managed yes. to see it at heritage con and it was absolutely gorgeous absolutely gorgeous kit so yeah this will be interesting to see and of course you know everyone's guessing now 
Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then I, you know what? I like one one guy. I give the guy credit. Fingers crossed for a bullfighter. <laughs> Again, <laughs> New Zealand. You know, the Australians, New Zealand like them. Just saying. But I don't know. But yeah, a lot of guesses. A lot of guesses. Finally, a one thirty second blackbird. <laughs> uh oh someone someone decided to say a dh hornet although i know we're talking about that later special hobbies is a very has a very good one and i mean out. why why not just go for a sunderland for crying out loud perfect god yeah all i need, all I need is, is to build a new wing in the garage Build it in two parts so you can open the whole uh, thing up. Yeah, I know. That's what the only way to really display the inside. Well, someone's got one um, in a resin. Someone did one. Some some crazy um, some crazy yeah. guy did one years ago. Yeah. I know Cinefer had one, I think. Like, where the hell do you put it? Or was that 48? That may have been 48. No, but there was a 30-second scale one, too. It's crazy. Okay. Let's move on. A little bit of sci-fi here. Uh, so, no, sorry. Did I, did I miss one? Whoops, somehow I did the wrong link there. Okay, so the link for the Gamma 1996, we'll talk about in a minute. Special hobby news. Uh, if you look, click on the pre-order link below, that'll take you to the special hobby news, gentlemen. Sorry. Oh, no, hang on. I do. Oh, what have I done here? What have I done, lads? Well, oh, right after uh... news. Yeah, I see what I did there. Hang on. There. Okay, let's talk about special hobbies first. See, folks, this is what we said pre-show. It's like you get to see how the sausage is made. Because I always like including special hobbies, because unlike many other vendors, they update their website <laughs> now and again. You know, I went to look at for Mung to get the stuff on the uh, on, on, on the Dune stuff, and they haven't updated their site in years. It's terrible, the main website. Okay, so they do have, um, they do talking about what's coming new. Uh, some more stuff coming on the F-84F Thunderstreak. Uh, a 172nd P40M uh, Warhawk involuntarily from Russia to Finland kit, charting a very engaging story about a captured and secretly used aircraft. And they're also going to do a high-tech kit of the Westland Whirlwind, but they're going to do the bomber version. Um, so they've already got the fighter version. My my local shop has one of those. And then they're also talking about some other new things. So, yeah, so a uh, bunch of box art on the Warhawk. And then the Westland Whirlwind. And then this is an, the F-84. I didn't realize that at some point when these were flying, they also had those were flown by French bases. And during the 1956 Operation Musketeer, uh, those flying from Israeli bases wore, wore the IAF national markings. So that was oh. something I didn't know about. So that's, you know, the Thunder Street's always a pass to complain. It's got its popularity. Uh, 109 on Emil 4 in 72nd scale. And then, of course, lots of uh, resin kits. Stuff for the Ventura. Oh, look, we can get a camel now. Two, two camels <laughs> and 148. Those have been around for a while, unless they're different camels. These are different camels. What, Bactrian camels. Did we have other ones? These are Mongo These are Mongolian camels. They have two humps. Maybe the other ones that only had one. I'm just saying, you got to get, you, you well, gotta get back your number of Okay. Yeah. All right. See, I don't know camels either. Uh, yeah. 135th Vickers machine gun. So, yeah, some of their stuff there. So, that's always always good to see. All right. Now, we'll go on to the, to the uh, Japanese monster movie stuff. Gamera. Yes, that 
the friend of all children way back from when we used to run home and watch the monster movies. So this oh, there's, is the, there's a new Gamera series though, right? Yeah, I know there is. This is the 1996 one. And then I've seen, yeah, it looks like there's a newer one. But this one, our good friends at Cult TV Hobbyman, they're making it available for pre-order. This is from X Plus, no price yet. Uh, 2024. Um, just, you know, I just noted this and I thought this is so cool. You know, that is so cool. You got to like camera prototyping in process. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch. I was doing some work. So I just, I, I, I had to throw that one up and I know when we do our ad for cult TV, we'll mention a few other ones. So yeah, like, I don't know, but I don't know, but like when I was a kid, uh, the ABC affiliate in Detroit, they do the, uh, the afternoon movie and yeah. twice a year they do monster week. So we'd all run home and, you know, have to watch the Godzilla or the, or the gamma movies. I don't yep. know, Chris, Chris, did you have anything, any of the stations in New York state do that? If they did, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get it. He part of your childhood. I'm just yeah. saying classic, may, classic Godzilla. may have been movies. done by the time you got around, Chris. Yeah, I mean, maybe, this, this was maybe. the seventies. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. Cause a lot was made in the sixties and you'd have yep. the guy in the giant rubber Godzilla suit and they'd be like shooting live fireworks from the Tamiya tanks at him and yes. he'd be stomping through and always oh, hilarious. Good fun. Good fun. Good fun when you're a kid and even more fun now with the hokiness of it. Well, see, see, Gamera. I, do you know of Gamera? Have you heard of Gamera? I have not. I, oh, I'm sorry. Man. Okay. So Gamera is a giant turtle, monster turtle, you know, radioactive egg and all that. Okay. Um, and he is apparently said to be friend of all children. So, you know, he always takes care of the kids. But his method of propulsion, because, you know, if you're a turtle, even a giant turtle, you're kind of slow. He actually would 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 stick his appendages in his head into a shell, and then fire would come out of those shells, and then he would spin, and that's yes. how he would fly. You have to as as one does as one does. Yes. You just have to YouTube it. <laughs> YouTube it, my friend, and you will understand. That's well, as a homework. kid that that was brought up on Battle of the Planets, it's it's yes, not, it's not out out of the range mm-hmm. here. I think it's within the the same type of. You know uh, what? You can catch a lot of those. Yeah. You can catch a lot of those classic movies on the uh, various sites out there on the internet. It's worth watching just just to watch him fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and everyone loves everyone loves Gamera, friend of Ultra. That's definitely what it was. So yeah, but it's been a few. As Terry was saying, there's been a few uh, remakes. Um, as I, this one's from '96, and I, I think you're right, Terry. There is another series. I think there's out. a new one. Yeah. So I'm sure there'll be stuff there. Okay. I was hoping Anthony was going to be here for the or the elusive Anthony Goodwin for the Gumpla news, but uh, he's not. Just we'll just click on the link. Just a lot of new stuff coming out. Not much I know about it, but I know our Gumpla fans will be happy. Um, just, you know, just, just tons of stuff. And there's also a link that I threw from the all Japan hobby show. Um, cause they were there, the various things. So they had a lot of, uh, images, of the various builds there. And again, just absolutely amazing detail. This is one of the larger, uh, trade shows in Japan. Um, so yeah, just a lot of, uh, different new IP for new series, the witch from Mercury Gundam next future limited edition aerial going on sale uh yeah just a lot of cool stuff i don't know if you can speak to any of this area but not not the the, a lot um, of cool stuff gundam stuff no not really a lot of colorful stuff and uh some different some different things and again i'm amazed at the number of individual items that basically come out that 
you yeah. know, but again, it's huge in Japan, right? Like, let's let's be serious now. It's you huge know? in Ottawa now. Like my, my oh, local yeah. hobby store has two aisles of it. He can't keep yep. it on the shelves. That's it's what just, we're hearing here. It's yeah, just flying off the yep. stuff. We and... have Neo Tokyo here. Same thing. Yeah. I've got to give it a try. I've I've got to pick one and and, yep. and just do and it. Give You'll it a go. Fun. I did. I, I like I, some I, of the older designs. I'm, yeah. The newer ones are just way too nuts for me. Well, just I Anthony, too much crap on them. Anthony gave me or sold me gave me two or I think I got one, and I've done one so far. And I think the other one I gave to someone else to try. Oh, I gave it to um, Jeff to try. So he's going to try. These are smaller ones, like little. But what I did with this one, it's like a battle suit. It was in one to one four four, but I incorporated it into a one seventy second diorama with like a half track and a mm-hmm. an eighty eight gun in, in 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 the desert because it just it worked, um, you know. And uh, yeah, they were again Bandai. They go together just absolutely fantastic, and you can see why they're popular. You know, yeah. we have a couple of guys in the club that do it, and yeah, every we had a good turnout. Um, we increased our Gundam categories because we have a couple of guys in the club that know how to, you know, because uh, separate the, the the categories. So we did that and they were very popular. So, yep. Anyone who is in the hobby space or the in- industry, as I've said before, you ignore this stuff at your at your barrel. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Now I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to I'm going to give one a go. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Uh, and then did Anthony have this? Nope. I just he added that. Oh, um, yes. Speaking of Mecca, um, yep. Haskawa continues to release Macross mm-hmm. designs now that the licenses are more opened up. Um, a 72nd scale Quaidlun route to go with their um, the Regult, yep, on, and in Mila's markings, and they'll they're going to re release the um, the Valkyrie Batroid in Max's markings, so yep. you can you Perfect. can do the uh, the fight in the airlock should you wish to yes you know and then they <laughs> then they fell in love got married you know and had and prodigy had children and had prodigy yes. children yes. i know you know what i remember showing jeff this one and you know jeff <laughs> jeff has a shtick now where he he says it must be by the size of the cod piece they're more powerful if they have a bigger cod piece he's nice <laughs> So this one, he says, he doesn't, he says, well, how does the guns work? Just in the chest there. Like, what's with that? I said, it's sci-fi, dude. Deal with oh, it. There's guns on the arms, too. I know. I know. But he didn't All notice right. that. He was looking at the two great big ones below the chest and making rude comments. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, this is a nice one, too. Yeah. This is for yeah. a very, very pivotal part of the movies and the series. And again, I got six Valkyries I got to build. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Neo Neo Tokyo, because we were finally able to get some Hasegawa Valkyrie releases in in the country, so yeah, I got a few in in, in the queue to build. So yeah, excellent, good. Thanks yep. for pointing that out. All right, so what's new at Scalemate? So as we always do, we look at just full kits, new tool, and we are recording this today on the sixteenth of October. So a company called DTP has a bunch of one twenty four scale, various uh, IMSA and rally cars classic ones from Le Mans, a nice Porsche 908 from 1973 Le Mans. Oh, not rally cars. Those not are, rally, sorry, 24 those hours. Are, yeah, yeah, those are Grand Tours. Those Grand are GTs, etc. Yeah, My apologies. Yeah, some <laughs> nice ones there. Some old classics. Yeah, there are. More and more of these being made. Okay, October 14th. Oh, look, another Stug in 170 seconds. The year of the Stug, kids. Uh, we have the Border Zero we talked about, an I-250 uh, from MIG from a company called Komar in 148 scale. 
what else? Bunch of uh, one one forty fourth uh, main battle tanks. Some more Gundam. A jet powered boat from Micromere on the twelfth. The Crusader K six. Sure, huh. I'll get in that. No problem. Um, Soviet jet power boats. What, what can could, go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> now, this one here I really liked. I was telling people at the uh, build night last Wednesday. Albatross, they finally got some uh, steampunk stuff off from Vizzy Models 1 to 100. Like, doesn't this look like it should be in a Jules Verne novel? That The Albatross was from Jules Verne. Yeah. Okay. So, even more <laughs> of a reason. Yeah, it was Master of the World. Thank you. I was trying to remember what's it from. Yeah. Then, yep. So you got that. Yeah. It was uh, made of, remember what it was made of? No, it's been so it's long. Of, I got to reread it. Essentially, it was made of cardboard. Was it by Joe? Yeah. I bet this, I bet this one's not made out of cardboard. No. Okay. I'm just saying. But, you know, Jules Verne did his science. He, he, he did. did his work. I know. I got to reread some of some of that stuff. They uh, hold up really well. Yeah. And then we've got October 6th, we've got the Dune, uh, various Dune beasties. And then, yeah, so uh, all sorts of stuff. We're not going back that far because we, we only covered this last week. I do love on October 5th, the Mini Cooper Countryman Monster Team. It's a Mini Cooper, but it's been jacked up. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get down there. That's all right. Take your time, John. Where are you? I am October the 5th. My apologies. Last one okay. of October the 5th. Oh. Mini Cooper Countryman Monster Team. It's It's been lifted. Oh, Monster Energy Drink Team. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. The, the 2014 Dakar Rally version. Yeah. If you're going to do it, why the hell not, right? Oof. Well, you don't <laughs> want to go around in, on a rally race with a Mini Cooper's standard clearance. No, no. And we did point out, I think we pointed this one out last time, but the next one just below that, the Ferrari GTO engine in one, Amazing. one, one fourth scale. We looked at the instructions of this. This thing was um, unbelievable, the number of parts. And again, it's like one of these fine, you know. Well, did you have any of the Revell um, working engine kits? When oh, I remember those, but these yeah. are like, these got like metal parts. and Oh, this is well beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. Very, very similar. Yeah, I had the visible V8 for a while. Yeah. I remember that. So, yeah. So that looks like what's coming new from our good friends at Scalemates. Okay. Let's talk briefly about another good, good guy. And that's namely our friend uh, Steve from Cult TV Man. So here we go. All right. Let's see what's going on at our good friend Steve at Cult TV Man and Cult TV Man Shop.com. Lots of updates, lots of news. First of all, uh, Cult TV Man is going to be at the Monsterama in Atlanta, October 27th to the 29th. Uh, it's the 10th year, and it's going to be the biggest event ever. Guests include Caroline Monroe from The Golden Voyage of Sinbad and Patrick Wayne from Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Also, Nicholas Meyer will be there, and we know him from Star Trek II and Star Trek VI. They're going to have a good selection of their favorite monster kits, including the classic Aurora, Aurora Monsters from Atlantis and Dolan Hall BGA. They're also going to be bringing some of their new monster kits from Monarch and X+. And, of course, Trek kits. Uh, so that's at the Atlanta, Atlanta Hilton Northeast, 5993 Peach Peachtree Industrial Boulevard in Peachtree Corners, Georgia. So make sure you check that out. Lots of other updates. Uh, speaking of Sinbad, uh, they have a reissue from Monarch Mar Models, 
a reissue of Sinbad in a Square Box. This is a reissue from about 10 years ago. You can pre-order that. Um, they are also hoping uh, they're going to have the Moon Suit in 2023. It's being shipped from the factory, and uh, lots of folks are looking forward to it. And also, for mid-2024, Conga uh, from Monarch Models. Um, so there'll be a lot of stuff there. Um, also, what else is here? Da, 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 da. Lots of other new items they've added to the database. Granny's Hot Hot Rod is now available from um, the Beverly Hillbillies. That's a George Barris design, 125th scale. Uh, 1 350th items from Lake Monster, including a 172nd runabout engine lighting parts. The refit officer's mess, refit B and C decks with the officer's. Uh, lounge, etc. So lots of good stuff there. And oh, also the Oberth Warp Chiller Grills, the Violet 1350th. So make sure you check all those out and all the other amazing deals at culttvmanshop.com. And don't forget to tell them the Scale Model Podcast sent you. Okay, let's talk a little bit about what's on our, what's on our benches. Um, I'm still working on the Musaru Club, but I Musaru Cup, but I'm taking a little break this week. I'm kind of plugging my way through the Hayabusa Musa Sea satellite. So this is the one that actually landed on a on a mm-hmm. comet and came back. Um, so that's been fun. A little bit of a challenge. I don't know if I screwed up something, but the solar panels attached to the main sprues um, just like end to end, and I don't quite get that. So I don't think that's right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to um, have a look and see how other people have done it. I may have to do a little bit of surgery there, but the rest of it's coming c- c- coming together. Uh, nice little kit. Um, and like I said, then I'll I'll go back and focus on the Musaru Cup. Got a few more ideas for the little tiny 172nd scale truck. Uh, I see some of the other entrants are doing a fine job. Um, I think Chris Meddings did a, he actually 3D printed a motor. Because he's doing this, it's going to be wrecked. So he's actually opened up the hood and put a motor in in his. But that's fine. Um, So, yeah, those are the main two I'm working on. Again, still getting kind of getting the workshop back into regular order now that since I had had to move it all for the window repair. Um, I still need to get some sort of chest of drawers or something for one area. But other than that, and then, again, figuring out, I always try and work on two when the satellite's done, what I'm going to work on next. So... We'll see what happens. How about you, Terry? Yeah, uh, continue doing a little bit of work here and there. Um, a lot of it on this guy. Oh, very Ooh. nice. That's the Aldrin yes. class. Um Looks good from from Will Will Barton's uh, TOS version of the Shenzhou, essentially. Yes. yes. Um, so I'm getting. I've got the warp nacelles put on the pylons. Every, all the rest of the bits or the pylons and the rest of the bits are, are just fit together here mm-hmm. to make sure it goes work. Cause I'm going to have to do a lot of painting before I assemble this yeah. thing. Um, just the way it works. And it's, it's actually, it's quite nice. Very nice. And uh, I've got decals for it already. Or um, from uh, Gus from uh, G cows. Oh, good. So yeah, it's, it's, it'll be good. That'll be nice. When Take it's my done. time. The yep. color is really nice. Oh yeah. Those ones are, I found a, a Japanese, a royal light gray naval livery color that looks really good on it. What's the manufacturer? That's Tamiya. That's XF80. Right. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Anything else? 
Um, slowly working on that 203 dragon. Good stuff. You're going to have yeah. anything for Cincy? You're going to take anything? Uh, I, I wasn't there last year, so I may take the Zendrati and EDF. That'll be nice. Chips yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, you'll do well there. Debating yeah. on whether to take uh, either of the, um, the Babs planes. I mean, I may you as know well, what? right? I think you may as well. They're damn nice work you did there. Yeah. So I think you should definitely. Definitely. N never mind even entering them. Just people will appreciate yeah. seeing the work you did on those. Those are damn, damn nice aircraft. Okay. Chris, you had time to work on anything? You know, there's only, you only had a show. You only had a show on, like, you know. Um, well, since the last time I went on the show, because I think I told you that my uh, hobby room had uh, needed to get completely redone yep. because I yep. moved. You had the move, yep. And I grew uh, some courage. I went into the crawl space. The the uh, exhaust for the paint booth is now fully um, installed, running, and troubleshooted. So it is good to go. Awesome. Uh, since, and uh, I have built... And did a video on a 3D printed uh, turbofan engine that uh, a sponsor mm -hmm. provided to me. It's a very quick video. It's it's kind of a neat experience. First time I tried 3D print stuff, the thing went together in two evenings. It's a really neat little kit. But the, the awesome thing about it is that it works. So if you yep. flick the switch, the thing spins and you get that sort of, it almost looks like one of those cutaway models you see at the uh, at the museum. Yep. I saw that. Um, and I, I loved your article and great, great photos on it there. Yeah. And it's it makes for a nice little thing to put on your desk or mantle mm -hmm. or anything like that. But up yeah. next, um, gonna finish up that Corsair. Gonna, I gotta paint that thing. And uh, so I did the first video was on how to how to do all of the uh, the detailing and uh, putting some scratch built details on that. So that's that was done a few weeks or months ago. But the painting is uh, is is up next. Um, I'd love to resurrect this huge shelf queen that's le looming over me. Uh, <laughs> bring that thing back, uh, finish that one up. It's been 10 years since I last looked at it and it still bothers me. So I'm going to try, uh, try a few things on that. And other than that, I've been doing some experiments with cutting open models and doing the insides of them i don't know if that's yeah, ever going to make okay. a, a vid because it's it's it i'm i'm really in the experimental stage because mm -hmm. like i i keep trying to tell everyone you got to take chances you got to try new things mm -hmm. practice and this is me practicing and failing uh <laughs> until i fun. get it right right that's so i'm part about it exactly yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun to learn that awesome yeah because i've seen some amazing stuff with some what some people do with like aircraft and that i've got an air airfix sutherland flying boat with the uh in 72nd with the white ensign set and it's just it's a crime to hide all that right. so i know some people have done it where they've cut out sections i think i'm not going to be that brave i'm just going to have half of it that's at least the initial plan but you know one never knows depending what tips and that you discover i may have to uh you know imitation is the sincerest form of flattery but that's pretty <laughs> far down the queue so, but yeah, no, the working model you did, that was, that was amazing. And how well packed it was. Um, it was from what? It was from Sterling kit. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, beautiful packaging, little, little electric motor. And, you know, again, these, these, these cottages, and they do a lot of cool things. We should mention that. They do a lot of, I remember looking at their site when you first got it, because they've got, you know, again, these are some of the other ones like, you know, like the classic engines, right? Now, these are a little bit more money, some of them, just saying. 
and some of them are quite large. Like they do have a radial yeah. engine. It looks like something maybe that was in the 1920s or 30s. Yeah. But the model that it would be would be massive. Um, yeah. I would love for them to do like an R2800, something that was in a Corsair or a Thunderbolt. That would be cool. Maybe make it in the same, you know, something sizable. Yeah. Uh, and workable that would be i would i would line up to get that thing that yeah well great. i see they also have like sterling engines and stationary engines and that's always on my list like try a live scheme one sometime um that's on a one-day list but yeah though no, they got some nice stuff here i'll mention them as well uh because yeah they do some good good stuff and they were nice enough to send you one so you know we can't go wrong 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 with that so that's that's actually very very cool Okay, so what else? I'm just going to add that so I remember that to the show notes. So um, I not, don't remember if when we last had you on, if we had this, what 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 we are reading. I should have given you a heads up. My apologies. Um, so basically, this is, you know, whatever we're reading now. Uh, so I'm started a new one. It's actually an old book. And I'm surprised I haven't read it yet. It's uh, called Coming of Age in the Milky Way by Timothy Ferris. Uh, he's a well-known astronomy writer. Um, and it's kind of... Uh, you know, it's kind of like a history of astronomy and more importantly, some of the characters involved like Plato and, you know, from, you know, I'm just in the first couple of chapters, so I'm still in the ancient time, but Timothy really writes a good book. Um, he did a, he did a show for PBS probably about 15 years ago, um, all about telescopes and how these days with technology, uh, regular people can contribute just as much as the big stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a great show. I've got it. I've got it downloaded. And every so often I dig it out. It's another one of those hobbies that I wish I had time and money for. Um, but yeah, very, very cool. So yeah, that's what I'm currently reading. Um, I got to pick a second one soon. Uh, so yeah. How about you, Terry? I'm reading a couple things. I mentioned I wanted to dig into a big nonfiction book and I uh, picked up Ed Young's An Immense World, uh, which is about the Umwelt, about how we, everything senses the world around it. Um, okay. so it's, it, I had read one book about eyes, uh, and all the different types of eyes and how they evolved multiple times and all this kind of stuff, um, a few years ago. And it just really sparked something. Uh, in the meanwhile, I read a quick read, Neil Gaiman's North mythology was very entertaining. And it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's one of these that you have to read, like you're reading it Yes, to, for it to make the most sense. It's meant to be read aloud right? as, as these stories were. Uh, but he also just dis discusses how these stories were reconstructed, uh, the bits and pieces and the where they found people who were essentially trying to preserve it, you know, 800 years ago or or mm -hmm. longer. Uh, and it was fragmentary then. So it was pretty fascinating because this is just a tiny fraction. This is just what we have. Neat. So Neat. You know, everything we've built up along that. And, and then yeah. another a bedtime i like to read a, a graphic novel before i go to sleep and yeah i started the newer um, 2015 series of hellblazer more john constantine go. the the walking disaster zone <laughs> someone in my facebook group who reads a lot of comics did they just announce another one they may hellblazer? have it's it's about due for another yeah series. someone just this morning i remember someone mentioning because i thought they said hellboy and it was it may have been hellblazer so there might be another yeah. one just just announced that, Terry. That and Lucifer, they, they kind of pick up where the last one left off. Okay. Not you know, Lucifer almost seamlessly, mm -hmm. but um Hellblazer there's a little bit of time in between, and then they fill in those gaps and 
Very cool. Find out who's does whose lives he's destroyed this time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> no, he's he's a disaster. He's great. I love oh, him. Oh <laughs> dear. All right, Chris, how about you? Anything you're currently perusing or do you have time? Oh, I'm, I've been so boring. So I have a, a friend of mine bought me a book on the Blackbird about its missions and all that sort mm. of thing. Mm. And another friend got me a submarine book. But I've been doing nights, uh, uh, a couple of courses for uh, the old career just to there you uh, go. do that. So I have not read anything That's fun okay. in a few months. <laughs> That's all right. You got to do your coursework and, you know, the, the life of a legal eagle, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, that's all right. That's all right. That's good. Now, hopefully you'll get some time over the holidays. I always go through a couple. I always make time over the holidays to do it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools. Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding Blocks. Let's start with the Microset and Microsole Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is uh, purposely designed for the Microscale Set and Sole. Uh, most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over. So uh, this is a very handy thing. At $14.95, you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base, and they actually have little magnets on it, so it helps keep them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time, and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman Model Super Sanding Blocks, namely the Value Pack Combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, just an amazing set. Uh, just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a, a sanding, super sanding block stand for it, which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier. Helps helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes it's basically a 3d printed thing you put spools of your tapes it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it and it's a uh, really really good design uh, so yeah works out really well and yours for 1995 so check out these and other amazing deals at sean's custom model tools.com and uh, also on facebook and tell them that the scale model podcast sent you all right. Always good. Uh, and again, the elusive Anthony Goodman and myself, we've got a couple of reviews we need to do for some of his new products. So we are going to get those going soon. And he's also got some other stuff. He told me when he was at the uh, at the London show, he's going to have some new announcements soon as well. So, all right. Things seen. Oh, did they officially say say what 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 this was now, Terry? Yes, it has been. Yes, it's a 35th scale pack V hovercraft. From, from gecko Jake. models that's gonna yes. be freaking huge it's gonna be nice put it next to your pibber yeah yeah nothing yeah they, they, they were great in you know yeah. for but you ain't sneaking up on anybody in a no. hovercraft no i remember <laughs> where i was where i was born in england they had the ferry service yeah um, across the isle of white and then you also had the one to calais from dover and yeah these things were noisy as hell and we went over once when i was a kid just for the ride and bumpy as hell too you wouldn't want to I mean, be you wouldn't want to be drinking your hot cup of tea when this no, i mean you're you're not outrunning one no but <laughs> uh then the other one uh 16th scale the the new scale for the new it scale from 
for armor is um you know a, a puma scout car by das and work more and more they're doing this you know what you know what it is and you know i, w- I was just thinking to myself uh when chris you were saying there was more 130 second scale aircraft because we're all getting older our eyesight's getting crappy yep the big guys yeah. the old the big the big stuff for the old guys right must be that's nice too i'm sure that'll get some armor, armor yeah guys. very nice very nice it's a neat looking vehicle. Yeah, these say. were. The Germans did quite well on these like eight wheeled. They were ahead of their time. And I oh, thought um, it would be a monster, but it won't be bad. We saw that 35th scale um, weasel yes. last year. Apparently, it has issues, but there are issues that sound like they'll be fixed by aftermarket. <laughs> well, like the. <laughs> the track is just a little too long, oh, but not okay. long enough that you can just take one link out of it. Uh, we <laughs> have a guy, we have our, our guy in our club who does all the 3D printing, Ron. He's yep. been working on a 35th scale Panther and he finally found some files because he got like a new resin printer. I think it's like 12K or something. You know, he talks mm-hmm. in Micron. Yeah. And he's, he's hand, he's printing the tracks and he's found yep. a good pattern that works with pins. You know, and they're all independently linked and just, just yep. crazy. All right. Going from really big kits to really small. Um, Blappy posted <laughs> this um, and he posted to his page and I posted to the club site. This guy, this isn't the only one he's done. Oh, this is a 1400 Cessna 172. Please note, I said 1400. 172 is not the scale, it's the model of the aircraft. And he's also got a YouTube channel where he's got a ton more. This He's out of Thailand. Uh, just, wow. <laughs> and this is what he mostly builds it, 1-400th. Builds airliners. Yeah. Astonishing. Yeah, and look, like he's got a Bell 412 there, Diamond. Uh, you know, he builds airliners. Yeah, really small stuff. His eyesight must be just fantastic. Story, you're burying the lead here. He he has detailed the four cylinder engine of the Cessna yeah. 172. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just you know, I'm just I'm still you know, my jaw is still on the floor when wow. I saw this. Yeah, you have to look at this one in our show notes, guys. Just yeah, <laughs> if you scroll down, you see the pedo tube yeah. for the uh for the Boeing 747. Yeah, and it's on his site exactly. Yeah, yeah. like I said, is that's why I included the link to the channel. We had to, we had to include that, like a, a catering truck in one four hundredth. You know, he describes it. You know, now again, I don't know if some of these are kits or not because he seems to get some of them packed. Yeah, see, oh no, maybe he does them himself, but like, just just crazy stuff. Again. Must use well, an electron mic. Stu, I lived in Thailand for a year. I'd love to go back. If you have some budget for me to go over there and interview I'll, this guy, I'll, I'll, I would I'll have be to, more I'll let you than know. happy. Okay, you'll be it. first on the list once the budget's approved. You know, we do have to go by She Who Must Be Obeyed. Wow. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I just, I had to include this one tonight because that is just, that just absolutely, he's got the workshop, he's got the workbench. Yeah, like he sneezed the wrong way. You know, just, yeah, just absolutely amazing. I have enough trouble making something look like an aircraft in like 350th. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I am, I hope he uses a microscope for some of it or he's got the Superman. 
You must well, have- I mean, you can do it under a high mag or, or a dissection microscope. You can yeah. actually work pretty well under one of those. Yeah. But just absolutely amazing. Just, you know, it's just, yeah. Need we say more? Just, just jaw dropping. No. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> no, no, absolutely jaw dropping work. Actually, he's also got a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple more pics. Let me throw that in the chat for you, gentlemen. Um, there we go. He's got a few more how he works with some of this. Yeah, you're right. The pit. Oh, I see what you're saying, Terry. That's it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. In- crazy. I'm not doing that. No freaking way. APU exhaust. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay, there's your next there's your next challenge, Chris. Corsair and one four hundredth. <laughs> with you know, with with individual, you know, spark plugs and you know it's new. I'd love to do yeah. it. I think I need to learn from the best though. So again, if you yeah, have if, I, if the budget <laughs> we'll send you we'll send you over. We'll send you over back back back, back to Thailand. Yeah, yeah it looks like he looks like he's done a hanger too in one four hundredth looking at his stuff. Dude, right, he's done literally everything in four hundred scale. Like it's insane. I know. Hey. I'm a big fan now. I didn't know who this guy was five minutes ago. Now I'm a big fan. I'm mm-hmm. just about to like him on Facebook and I'm going to add him. This is awesome. You know, and this is what I love about this hobby. You know, this is someone doing his doing his own thing and he loves to do it. And I don't know if he enters contests or not, but if he doesn't, too bad. I just hope he brings stuff to shows. But again, you'd have to put it in like under glass with a magnifying glass in front of it, I would think, for people to truly appreciate the details. Like, like you, 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 you can't even airbrush it if you're not careful. <laughs> oh gone. no, he's using he's using he's using pens. Yeah. Almost certainly he's using pens for that kind of stuff. Microscopic things. And stuff yeah, like um, that. yeah. There, there are fiber pens that you can. They're very soft. All right, good stuff. And then what I'll do is I'll find that video on Jim, Jim and his hurricane, and we'll make sure we 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 throw that in. So, any other Chris? What else? Anything else coming soon from Model Airplane Maker or anything else? I want to get a a couple of things done before uh, I I hopefully I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to go to U.S. Nationals in Madison this year, and I want to bring something with me. So I'm hoping to get a, a PBJ Mitchell done for that. Um, it's, it's just figuring out how to get it down there. That's going to yep. be the other challenge mm-hmm. to make sure. Cause the last time I, I went was in 2018 and I brought a 72nd scale Nick with me. That was just big enough to fit inside of a foam lined box and bring it with me uh-huh. carry on. And I'm hoping okay. I can repeat that. Yeah. You got we'll a little bit more of a drive. It. Yeah. See for us, it's pretty well within driving distance for Jeff and myself. I'm hoping to, I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see how things are. Um, but yeah, for you, you got it's essentially another five hours on top if you want to drive. And the issue with me is I have to get back because of of um, uh, people going going away for other legal seminars that uh, that I need to get back to make so sure that, there's there's so kids looked priorities, after. Priorities, so. priorities, <laughs> terrible, terrible. But yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, Terry, anything else from you? uh no that's it for me all right well we hope you have an awesome time in cincinnati yeah we're looking forward to seeing to seeing seeing the photos and uh you know you and your partner in crime down down there try and stay out of trouble yep are you gonna run into some kentuckians while you're down there almost certainly yeah they're gonna be there i'm sure they'll be up for that well you make sure to get them a beer for me please (laughs) 
I'm sure there'll be some modeling fluid flowing. And they just had their 100th episode. We mentioned that last yep. time. So, you know, congratulations to the Plastic Model Mojo on that. All right. So we're also sponsored by Brett and Chrissy at Return to Kitform. Uh, check out their website at return, the number two, kitform.com. Anything to do with Macross, particularly uh, Macross Canopy masks because i've got six of them now so six of them are coming uh awesome stuff there great service they're also your non-north american vendor for moscato hobby models and john's been working on a few new things so definitely uh, check them out as well and we really appreciate their support of the podcast so we're also available on facebook youtube and of course model scalemodelpodcast.com home of the best show notes according to a fan, at least one. Uh, and then we'll also have links, of course, to, you know, that guy who runs that model airplane site, model airplane ma- maker, and uh, all the other all the other goodies. So definitely check that out. And if you want to know more about other podcasts, we added two more recently. Check out modelpodcast.com. It's kind of an index page that uh, we've, all the podcasts have made. I run it. And we, you know, if you want to see more information about different podcasts, you know what's great? We were up to like 13 and everyone's got a distinct theme, a distinct stick, a, a distinct theme, which is really nice. Um, so <laughs> you're about to say shtick. Shtick. Everyone's shtick. got their own shtick. Everyone's got their own <laughs> shtick. We have our shtick. They have their shtick. But no, everyone's got a different theme and it nicely works out well. So, you know, if you've got one sort of interest, you know, you may prefer this one or another sort. And, you know, it works out really, really well. So we really appreciate it. All right. Well, Chris, as always, thank you for joining us. You're always you're always welcome to because, you know, especially when I'm outnumbered by the Americans like I was last week. Well, thanks for having me. Always a great time. Always. No, agreed. And uh, looking forward to seeing some more work on the Corsair and all that other goodies. And uh, Terry, looking forward to seeing how things go, go, go in Cincinnati. Yeah. So let's do our normal sign off. Chris, you'll be after me and before Terry for the Scale Model Podcast. My name is Stuart Clark. I'm Chris Wallace. I'm Terry Measley reminding you to top off your modeling fluids. It's show season. There you go. See, this is our shtick and he does it so well. Thank you and be well.